Hey, welcome to Brace and Brian this week. Hello. Brace, how are you? I'm telling you what, baby. Never been better. (laughs) Never been better. I have to warn people that if there is noise in the background, it's because my whole family is here. Like we are uh, stuck in the house together and now they have to avoid the living room while I record a podcast. <laughs> Do you, uh, check this out. Check this noise out. That is me slamming five bullets home in the 38, baby, because <laughs> guess what? Now it's not weird. Now it's not weird for me to sleep by it loaded. Usually people are like, why do you sleep with a loaded gun in your bedside table and then another one under the bed? And I'm like, uh, it's because I have like a fantasy of somebody breaking into my house, but planning on like killing me. Because if someone broke in my house just to rob things, I probably wouldn't shoot them. And no, I don't even have that fantasy in the first place. No, now I'm just like, I literally, I am the law, right? Corona's been here in one for one week, basically in San Francisco. People have people have been sheltering in place for one week. Law has law and order is already breaking down, and by that I just mean there's no one on the street, so there's no like there's no people obeying laws or breaking them. Meaning that the whole system is 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 kaput, uh, and I finally get to uh, to step into my my little cowboy boots as uh, king of San Francisco. Okay, okay. Are you guys allowed outside at all? So we've been on lockdown. I think we were the first in the country to go on lockdown. Um, you are allowed outside, but you have to be going somewhere. So like, you couldn't go like play dominoes in the park. Right. I I uh I was worried they weren't going to let me take my enormous walks, but outside activity is allowed in Ohio. But yeah, I, you know, you can't be none of the playgrounds or hiking trails or any of that stuff is open. So you kind of basically have to be like you're it, it's like force that you're away from each other, you know? So yeah, that's nice. It's actually I walk alone every day anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The only difference is that there are a lot less people on the street. <laughs> yes. I, I, I actually, I, I, that's a, a habit that I've sort of long been into, although I fell out of it for a little while uh, walking alone. Um, because it's, you know, you got to think that's how you come up with ideas. Um, but it's, uh, it's been weird because now like, so the streets are basically like not abandoned totally, but unless they're like the main thoroughfares, there's basically no one on them, but you go to the parks and the park, even on a shitty day, it's totally packed with people. Are they staying away from each other or are they? Ah, just no, I mean, how, yeah. it's just, they think, I think they just think that like I'm in a park. So like I'm doing it kind of good already. So it's like, I don't need to fucking, it's, it's so weird. I, I just go to the cruising park near my house where people go and, uh, you know, like it's like the, uh, you suck each other's dicks, et cetera there. Yes, yes, yes. It's like that kind of, it rocks. Um, I, I, I simply, I simply stroll like a, like a, uh, like a sir. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, it's been, it, that one's pretty abandoned, but if you go to any, like the major parks here, there's like a ton of fucking people. I bet they're going to close them. Yeah, they close. They're not closed here, but they are like no playgrounds and like the the I w- we went for a walk. I I took my family on one of my long walks. Not even a long one, really. I yeah, I, but I killed them on it because it was you know it was still like seven miles. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It's the one I do if I don't have a lot of time. I do that. <laughs> 
do the <laughs> seven mile walk if I don't have a lot of time. And I took them and they were just like, they were fucking like dying by the time we got home. And I was like, Hey, uh, you know, this is what I do. But like we walked through what's called the Scioto mile, which is just like a road. It's like a, a kind of walking path downtown next to the river. And uh-huh. there were groups of people, but there were groups of like maybe three people and they yeah. were spread out all over like the park. So they were all far away from each other. It's just this really fucking weird scene. There. yeah 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 it's like that's on the street it's kind of like that but then you'll just like sometimes you'll just see like four people who obviously like are just like hanging out in defiance of the law it's weird i don't know how do you feel you're an, you you don't you don't uh recognize the authority of the federal or local or state governments how do you feel about all this i mean i feel i i i guess like i do I do recognize it in that it affects me, you know, otherwise Mm -hmm. I'd be a sovereign citizen, which sounds like a cool gig to do. If you can pull that off, if you have the guts to get like tased all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I like realize that there are consequences to stuff, but like, I'm, I don't even feel like, like, I don't feel like I'm listening to the government as much as I'm listening to doctors and stuff, you know, where it's like, it's like, uh, I, I, I kind of, I, my job doesn't require me to go anywhere or do anything. So I might as well just be as responsible as I can during this time, but I don't worry about the law. I mean, Sunday we had like a really weird, interesting thing happen because, uh, we were recording, what happened? We were recording the call-in show and had this like ridiculous conversation about what is essential working because yeah. now it's like you're not allowed to leave and drive anywhere unless it's like an essential job and uh so we ended up on the department of homeland security's website to find out what makes an an essential job and it said communications and media and i was like but how do i prove to the police that i'm in communications and media oh and like showing them my website well dude dude so in in la the local regulations i have been told explicitly call for podcasters to be exempt from uh martial law yeah is is that true it's no it's true i mean I was just told it by somebody, but they have no reason to lie to me, and I believe them. I mean, if I read it in a newspaper, it would just be the newspaper telling me something. You know, who do I trust more, a friend or some fucking writer? Well, for us, it's like, first of all, our setup puts us all like 10 feet apart from each other anyway. Like, Brett sits all the way across a long table, and then my brother sits at a desk across the room. So we're not even, like, right next to each other at all. But I just, I guess, like, we are on the radio here yeah whether anybody listens oh, yeah. that way you're on the physical radio i forgot about that yeah whether anybody listens that way is i don't know i i'm not 100 percent sure but uh we can say that but we're also considering like doing more remote recording during this thing but it doesn't matter if i get it brett gets it you know yeah we've been together since this whole thing started we yeah going over to his house and streaming and playing games and stuff like that so yeah it's just kind of like uh i guess like it feels like if you can do anything now 
it's make content because yes. I can't do one. I can't tour, which is one of the things mm-hmm. that makes us money. Mm-hmm. And I can't like, uh, I'm not going to sit around the house and watch TV all day. I cannot do that. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause I was like, damn, I'm gonna, like get good at like computer games or something. And I tell you what, I think I've like done shit like that. Or like, I think I've watched one episode of one TV show. The rest of the time, I mean, it's not like I'm super productive. I mean, we've been—I've been pretty productive in terms of the podcast, but it's like most of the time, I'm just like I don't feel like it. You know, it makes me feel too fucking lazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel too. I like I feel like I feel good if I've sat around and the TV hasn't been on. Yeah, a long yeah. Time, you know? Were you a big TV guy? Nah, I mean, it's weird. I got when I got rid of cable, I realized that I I probably naturally am not a TV guy mm. because like I have to now that I have just streaming services, I have to make myself watch something and I don't Yeah, really yeah. care enough to watch TV <laughs> most of the time. I feel like there's maybe like an hour of good TV on every six months like there's there's like a show that comes on it's on for six months or six weeks or something yeah and then there's nothing after that and that's kind of where that's kind of where i've been i mean my wife likes to watch tv and stuff so like a lot of times i'll sit with her yeah same and watch like some we watch tiger king which is uh i heard it's pretty good like you love it you would love someone told me he does the belden trick in it What's the, what is that? What does he do? That, that's where you, it's my, uh, it's, we actually, I was, I was, I expounded on this on my stream for a while. Cause we've been streaming too. And I finally was able to put it into words. It's where the way, the way to, to truly make a connection with a woman is to, uh, immediately show her your pistol <laughs> and to have it in your hand for a certain amount of time, like five, 10 seconds she thinks like oh this guy might shoot me but then you give it to her you hand her the gun and then for like five seconds she thinks wow i could shoot him and in that time like that's when you like that's it's like an alchemical it's like a chemical reaction it it creates love at that i mean i believe that that's actually absolutely i'm gonna use the belden trick but i heard i I heard that the tiger king or someone in that television show or that documentary uh performs the belden method on a woman and uh yeah i can't wait to see it yeah they're weird dudes it's a they have great hair though it's a show full of great hairdos if there's anything (laughs) i can uh which they're midwest right uh, Oklahoma and then the other two places that are not surprising at all like Oklahoma mm-hmm. it caught me a little by surprise but then the other two places it takes place in is Tampa Florida and Myrtle oh Beach. yeah <laughs> hell yes absolutely definitely makes sense for this kind of behavior 100 percent. 100 percent. well I would never I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I would never fuck with a dangerous animal I saw a grizzly man when I was like 13 years old. The Warner Herzog like documentary about oh, yeah. the grizzly man. After that, I was like, I'm done with bears, done with tigers, done with mountain lions, done with even sea lions. I'm done. I brace. I'm a weird. I'm. This is the like of all the controversial stances we've ever taken on this show. My yeah. my uh, hatred of animals. <laughs> It's the one that people really get angry about. You know, I don't want to be around any animals ever. 
Yeah. Except, oh, none. Except, like, but I'll, I'm going to say on this other side of this, I want them to be treated fairly and nicely. I don't, I, I, I'm not, like, too fond of all the killing and torture and stuff. I, I, yeah. We're caging them and stuff. But, like, I personally don't want to be around animals. Well, my whole thing is that I believe that all animals... Well, no. Actually, that's not true. I believe that animals, some animals, should be accorded full legal rights the same as humans do. <laughs> but basically, the closer you are to resembling a man, and by man, I mean the general sense, a human. Uh, the closest you are to resembling a human, the more rights you're accorded. So, like... There are some varieties of chimp and ape and and the noble monkey that I think should basically be allowed to do whatever people do. That hey, that's actually a uh, uh, a pretty good. I mean, they are afforded less laws because if they kill, well, I guess if they kill somebody, they automatically get the death penalty. Exactly, immediate death penalty. <laughs> like that, those apes that have committed these, you know, I don't know, alleged crimes. I think that they should be put like they should put an ape on trial. I will defend the ape. Yeah, I mean they—they're allowed to rip your balls off if they want to. You know, exactly. Like, That's the thing. Is like you—it's—it's it's not. I'm sorry. So there's stand your ground laws for humans, but an ape is threatened, and he can't stand his ground. No, I'm not defending what he may or may not have done. Uh, but I'm saying that it's—it's. It's, would you would you treat a man like that? Yeah, yeah, I, I that is a good point. That is, I, I you know my my opinion on animals also as pets. And here's the thing, I don't care if people have pets. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not anti-pet. In my yeah. house, I don't want animals running around because I feel like I'm in a house to stay away from the animals. You mm. know, like that's how I think about it. <laughs> like that's. We, I we built shelter in order to keep us away from the animals that were coming to get us while we were sleeping outside. <laughs> I mean, top three threats to primitive man, uh, uncontrollable wind patterns, which spread fire, which they're unable to put out, um, heavy rains and lightning and the vile beast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we we created mankind has spent so many centuries, 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 thousands and thousands of years making shelter so that we do not have to lie among the beasts. Yes. And now people are like, uh, actually, I not only sleep with my dog, but I have like a weird pseudosexual relationship with him. <laughs> well, I even like went as far as to like some of the apartments I've rented, I've rented because it said no pets. No, <laughs> really? Yeah, because I'm like, I don't even want to have the whole fucking temptation. I have a daughter. You know what I mean? She mm, can And she'll be me. like, I want a doggy. Yeah. And then if you're allowed to have one. Well, I, I would get one. I let her have everything else she wants. I know I would have given her a dog by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I want a dog, but it's not uh, in San Francisco. They can just tell you you can't have one, and there's like you're not you can't find somewhere else to live. You know, you're gonna live here anyways. Yeah. So yeah. it's basically the way it is. I mean, I every house here, every rental in my neighborhood is no pets, and I'm never buying anything. But yeah. I think you, uh, are you a buy? Would you buy a place ever? 
You like with like money? A land guy. Yeah, you seem like a land guy. Like you would like no. to have some land. Well, I mean, like if 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 someone was like, "Here's a house for two thousand dollars. You can buy it. Great deal." But more than being a land guy, I'm a deals guy. And I'll tell you what, San Francisco fucking real estate, the cheapest lot that has sold in San Francisco in like the past 10 years was like a rundown like shack that st- sold for $1 million. <sighs> yeah, I actually posted a thing uh, that I read that was on a sign on Ohio State campus because they kicked everybody out of student housing. Yeah. And uh, I read it on the call-in show. And somebody was like, oh, man, I'll, I'll, I'll read it for you. Because, like, so this person lived in Oakland. So they were like, oh, man, I wish. And it was, uh, it says, can't stay in OSU dorms, need daily, weekly, monthly furnished Airbnb rental. Prices starting at $40 a day, $300 a week, and $9.99 a month. And they were like, damn, I would take that in a second. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm like, that's really expensive here. Um, that is the cheapest. I mean, our apartment here is $2,700. It's a one bedroom, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think the average price of a one bedroom is something like $3,400. And it's, it's not like nice, like fancy, but it's nice for me. Like it's got wood floors. The ceilings are pretty high. You know, it's like old, but like not in a shitty way. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, you can't. The thing is, I want to buy a house. I don't want to buy a house. Doesn't matter. Can't do it here. Even if I made twice as much money as I make, can't do it here. Three times as much money as I make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't do that math, but you could probably do that then. But it's not going to be a nice place. I do. Uh, I I do. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I pay. $1,035 a month and I have a three bedroom apartment with a basement and uh, a yard. I have a yard too. So that That's I don't have to take up. care of because I rent. <laughs> I got a backyard. I got a backyard here that I've been to one time. And as of the day I moved in where I moved some potted plants out there that never see it again. See our parking spots behind the house. So we have like a back. Door oh, your house. parking spot. Yes. Oh, your parking spot. Two of them. Very two cool. Of them. <laughs> Listen, the price of living in the urban center like I do is high. It's a high one, both in terms of quality of life and in terms of fiscal responsibility. But I love it. I've never lived anywhere else. I live downtown too, man. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, but it's downtown Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Columbus. But uh, I've been to the downtown. I went to that fancy big market with like the. You know, it's like the fancy one. Fake market. North market. That's a fake market. It's all the fucking stalls and shit where they're like, hey, have a squid. Yeah, I can. Let me explain that place to you. It used to be Uh a place. Speak on it. It used to be a place where people who lived downtown could go get fresh produce and, and like, you know, kind of do their shopping. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. Another developer took it over and just turned it into a fancy market where you can go get like fucking macaroons and yeah like it's the most it's the least useful place in in, in oh yeah downtown area it's it's funny though because those sort of like giant warehouse style like markets with a bunch of different vendors in them that all sell something really expensive um those are like in every city now it's like weird like that like every single city has this weird fake arts district where it's just like it's arts, but technically that just means expensive food and like 
Yeah. Bar food, I guess. And every single city between like, you know, here in Tallahassee has one of those motherfuckers. It's, I tell you what, America is the devil, Brian. It is. I agree. It I mean, all every, looks like shit. Everything's the same too. I think it's like insane. Pe- people don't get how, like I had traveled like four times in my life yeah before like two years ago and now i haven't counted how many cities i've been to but i've been to a lot of cities compared to most people i know and yeah. uh all the same every one of them new york san francisco los angeles chicago only ones that are any different austin yeah Texas. yeah austin, and that's because they're they're already built up before you could really get too many subway shops in them yeah yeah it's like a, dude i remember the first time i went on tour and like really saw america when i was like 16 we drove across the whole country and i was like oh man this all looks like shit like it's all just gas stations <laughs> and like it's like just all giant drink like refrigerators in different kinds of places everything's a fucking subway all looks like shit all the food is the fucking same and it's disgusting all the people look miserable it's like what are you what are you a fucking patriot for if you're a patriot here dude burger king <laughs> give well, me a fucking break what I do mean, you love it's even like when you get into the cities and and like you're like okay let's go to the arts district and you mm-hmm. get to the arts district and it looks like the arts district in columbus and then it also looks like the arts district in pittsburgh and it also yep. it's like what the every you're like yep. I, I remember one time i whenever we get to town early in the early days i would yeah. search uh the city name and then uh-huh. put the word hipster after it so I could find yeah. the hip places, the cool places to go. And yep. after a bunch of times doing that, it was just kind of like, they're all the same. Like, I I can get all this stuff at home. Like, I can yeah. get rolled ice cream in Columbus. <laughs> exactly. Because all that shit just means is quirky fucking food. I'm telling you, America, like, what they've tried to do is they have this is the most this place is a golem man this place is a soulless construction it's insane in san francisco too san francisco used to be cool i hate to be one of those guys but it did it used to be it was a happening city and then all of a sudden 2000 2007 2008 or something before that really but that was when it really hit they just tried to make it look like columbus ohio yeah well that's the other that's the thing about those fucking buildings they build you know but like the buildings look the same. And oh, that suck. fucking that fucking condo look where it's made out of fucking it looks like it looks like white spray painted cardboard. <laughs> yeah. We have weird we have like the saddest thing I think one of the saddest, most bleak things that I think I've seen in in Columbus that isn't in a lot of other places is that Mm -hmm. we have a lot of them that are like fast food themed. So there is like a big condo building called the castle that is themed after a white castle, which they have a white castle in the lobby that serves beer. What? Or there's one (laughs) like it's an apartment building. It is a condo. It's it's condos. It's basically an apartment building and it has the white tile that yeah. White Castle has, and it has a White Castle on the bottom floor, and it's just called the Castle, and they have they have beer. You you can get they have taps in the uh, in the White Castle, and like 
people live in that building with a white castle on the bottom of it. I don't see how you can look at this country and be like, like, how do you not side with the Islamic Republic of Iran? <laughs> you go to Iran and you go around, you look at, the, I've looked, I've done, I've done, I've done extensive, uh, you know, satellite research of various Iranian cities. Totally look different. They've got character. The people are out there at the market doing their day shopping. And then you go to America and what do you have? You just have people who are obsessed with going to the bathroom. They just they, they love wiping their ass in new ways. You have people <laughs> who who are just who are who are both at the same time so obsessed with fitness that it becomes their entire personality so that they can get in shape so that they can work longer jobs at their shitty office. But then they are also the most unhealthy people in the entirety of the world. You know, it's insane. It's meat. I think it's like a it's like, meat. I owe meat. Like uh yeah. it, it is like our our access to meat and also like not just our access to it, but our expectation of having it three meals a day. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Like I don't know how we're going to I don't I don't know how this planet is going to sur survive if people don't start realizing that like hey all that meat i'm eating <laughs> like i yeah. don't, i don't eat meat three meals a day anymore but i did for for like a number of years you easily can yeah you i fuck if i wanted to eat meat three meals i could definitely eat meat for three meals a day but yeah. there are a lot of people that do eat meat three meals a fucking day and it's like that's so unsustainable like before you die there is going to be a time where you have to like maybe eat meat twice a week <laughs> you mm -hmm. know and you should start adjusting to that it's almost like i've been i i have a, a relative who's who's on opiates right like has just mm. been on them for ever and is like pretty addicted to them and is pretty plugged into the pill mill scene yeah around here it's just going to these pill mills and i always i whenever i talk to her i'm like you know maybe you should like look into detoxing and maybe trying weed or something like that mm -hmm. because these pill mills are gonna get fucking shut down and you're not gonna have it and it's like you can think that this place is legit and they're not gonna get shut down but the dea is sh like shutting these fucking things down yeah 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 and yeah. it's like someday your supply is just gonna be gone and that day is gonna be miserable you know <laughs> well the pill well that's that's when you switch to heroin right yeah yeah but i i it, exactly which is like that's what do you do with me you know what i mean what what happens when they tell you like hey we ain't got all this meat you know we can't <laughs> we can't have you eating three meat meals a day like i just wonder like what the replacement for that is going to be or if people are going to be fucking mature about it and maybe have beans twice a week or something <laughs> well so the way it was when i was when i was in the damn the mid-east um it was you ate we got we got meat like once a week and you were like stoked and you felt like you just had like some protein after you ate it like you felt powerful and like maybe you went to the bathroom a few more times the rest of the time you ate sometimes meals would just be rice like oh here's some rice Sometimes there was the tar on the rice, but often there was just rice. And it was like, eh, this feels natural, right? Like, we're not supposed to have five different things in every meal. People talk about, oh, a balanced meal, balanced meal. You know what a balanced meal is? 
A balanced meal is you eating fucking three handfuls of rice, brother. A balanced <laughs> meal is a bean. You're not Two a beans, uh, maybe. You're not a sides. I mean, you don't believe in like sides. You're not like you don't feel like you need them because that's something I had to break myself of too, and I'm still like working on that. No, I mean this is this is why. So I, I unfortunately, I'm a bad cook, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't cook a lot. I do cook, but not often, and I don't cook for other people. Um, but but me and the old lady been cooking uh, a lot, mostly here with me helping. Um, and she's a great cook, but it's been, uh, it's been interesting because it's like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I think that the one good thing about this, this coronavirus thing is that you, you just got to stay home and you can't fucking, you know, you can't go eat your McDonald's three times a day. And so people may be, uh, maybe I'll get used to not having five sides of every meal, but I know I'm not a sides guy. Yeah. Every time I get French fries, I feel like I just killed a dog or something. Totally guilty and miserable. Oh, see, I am. I I got to get French fries with everything. And it's yeah, like I I've love French fries. Trying to figure out what my meals like should like. It's like we come up in in like with in regards to diet, like the decadence of what we get when we're kids. A lot of times, I mean, not everybody. There are poor kids that you know only eat at school and stuff yeah if you're like if you grew up like middle class or even like working class you know you were your parents decided what you ate and and my parents made like horrible fucking decisions on what to get me to eat you know like like what i mean just like the meat thing was a really big thing whereas like we had meat at at least twice a day you know maybe not for breakfast maybe for breakfast we would have like oatmeal or something like that but we'd have meat like a sandwich for lunch and then Mm -hmm. for dinner we would have a cut of meat and then we would have potatoes and a vegetable and a roll and like that is like a lot of food and and but that is also what I had convinced myself that's what a meal is. So for yeah. the biggest part of my adult life, like if I was making a fucking meal, it had to have all of those. It had to have one of each of the things. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It had to have one of the five, every one of the five food groups on it. Yeah. So I then turned like I, I had to change that. And then like, I think, uh, I, th- I think then I got older and, and I, I wanted fast. I ate fast food every night for like four or five years, probably Respect. longer than that, maybe seven, because it was just like we had like a stable of fast food places. And then if we could afford it, if we had more money, we would eat it like Applebee's or yeah, like Olive Garden. <laughs> but that's like the same shit, you know? Yes, yes, it is. It's exactly the same food. And I like I, I'm trying to become more conscious about what I'm eating and stuff like that, but it is still hard because I have I have these cravings that I think have just been in my mind the yeah like have been implanted in my mind like like Reese's cups you know like that flavor i want it sometimes you know and i'm like trying to i'm trying to break myself of of like needing these uh comfort these comfort things it's literally a hold on i gotta use the restroom real quick all right go ahead I'm back. 
I want to. I I should have left the. Uh, I, maybe Jake will leave in the the footsteps. It sounds like we had some foley art <laughs> in this <laughs> episode. So, uh, I mean, what are you doing? What are you doing actually to entertain yourself? Like, what what are you entertaining yourself with during quarantine? So, number one thing, quick draw. Okay. That's drawn. <laughs> John, fast, pop it off, two shots. I got two doors to my bedroom. You can see one. You, uh, Viewers, you cannot, or listeners, you cannot see this, but I got two doors in my bedroom. Uh, Brian can see one. And so what I do is because I sleep with a 38 hanging from my holder, shoulder holster on the side of the bed. Practice. Bam, 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 bam. One door each. That was kind of a weird bams I, noise I did. but So I've been practicing one door each. Uh, I've been experimenting with inhalers. Been doing these a lot. How's how's the inhaler? What what does that do? Strengthens my lungs because I'm still smoking. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. But I but basically I've just been so I've been on the Corona shit for a while, right? Like I've been oh, like I've been I was an early adopter, yeah. uh, and so I've been sort of like ready ready for this. And uh, I don't know. I've spent so much time in like institutions and shit with nothing to do and like nowhere to go and and like not even my books or nothing and so where what i'm doing right now with like i got all my things you know i got my apartment my apartment i'm lucky has multiple rooms a lot of people are not so lucky and so i'm good you know the, I, I try to get outside every day but other than that read books hone my mind uh and I, i've been trying to make more content yeah. Right, like we were talking yeah. about that earlier. It's me like too. that's something that makes me feel less psychotic. Is like being able to sort of like communicate with people. Yeah, absolutely. That that the the creating content has been a lifesaver for me because it's like just having conversations with people seems to make me feel better. And also, like I think people want content. Like yeah, that they're they're probably burning through even the extra content that everybody's doing. I believe, uh-huh. and it's also good to like practice. You know, like I'm not performing live right now, and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I want to keep myself in shape for when I can perform live again. Like which you guys were, you guys were performing live, oh, dude, right before this thing. We were we were supposed to play a sh- play a show or whatever. Like I think last Thursday we were going to be doing a show. Yeah, yeah, in fucking sane. Like we were like, we we we've been talking about canceling it for like a week leading up to when we actually did it, and then like we can't. So we've been talking about for got canceling for a couple weeks, and then because we were like maybe the coronavirus, like we knew it was going to hit, but we we're like maybe it'll hit slower, and so we'll still like it won't be fucked up for us to do a show. But by the time. Like a, like four about four days for us to fly out, and we we're flying out a week early. Where it's like we can't do this shit. This is no way this show is gonna happen. And like it's irresponsible for us to do this show anyway. It's not like cool irresponsible, but yeah. like stupid irresponsible. We were and so yeah. Canceled. Oh no, you go. Yeah, we were we were supposed to do last Wednesday and last Friday. We had we're at set up. So we were supposed to go to. Uh, we were supposed to go to Pittsburgh on Wednesday and then come home and do our last Columbus variety show on uh, Friday. We had Kath Barbadaro coming down. We had a band. We had we had like a few surprises and shit that we were going to do. But yeah, 
we canceled both of the well kath was ready to not fly here like before before it was an option me and brett almost had to cancel because we had just done our full live set in columbus two and a half weeks before <laughs> so yeah kath yeah didn't yeah show up there was nothing that we we, we would have had to write a whole new hour which is a lot of writing. That's so, a lot of writing. So we decided not to. We had we had pretty much made peace with not doing the variety show, and then about a week out from Pittsburgh, we were still like, we're going to Pittsburgh. We will be in Pittsburgh, and then lockdown happened the Thursday before we were supposed to go, and uh, so we canceled Pittsburgh. We're supposed to be. We were supposed to be leaving next uh monday i think for uh -huh. tampa to do a whole florida tour oh you should still go no <laughs> just don't do the show it's just go around florida see what's going on check out the scene that's the last place i want to go right now <laughs> and my uh, god there it's crazy down there you know you would think ohio would be in the running with florida as crazy as place but ohio was locking down very early like we they canceled the primary yeah, we did. We were early to the the coronavirus lockdown party, so I feel relatively safe here anyway. And then uh, we have another tour that's booked for uh, to start April 29th and go through to April 13th. It's not happening, my brother. Yeah, I mean we're not canceling it yet, but I do not believe it's going to happen. So no, it's not happening we are it's, i don't want you to be a jerk or nothing we had we had shows for april we were going to do a show with the war nerd which is like that's you know, i know i saw that cool like that was like i literally thought someone was pranking us for like the first week that we were talking to them well that i thought was, someone was actually playing a joke on me that was the same with us like that tour in may was supposed to be up in the northeast and it was supposed to be with the trillbillies and the district sentinel sams and it was like oh, you you did that you did a tour with them already yeah, too, right we call it the hellfire tour and we did it last year down in the south and we were going to take it up to the northeast and do boston new york like do all those places and we were all getting super excited for it and because we like the chemistry is good and like yeah being in a van with 10 people that get along is uh probably That's fun rare. yeah and probably fairly rare you know yes yes it is <laughs> so that that is canceled and and you know i think we're kind of like looking at june as the possible return to the road and uh but what that means is all the shows that we already had scheduled are pushed to june so we're just gonna we're probably gonna have to like work straight we're probably gonna have to travel all through june if this thing ends like it's like they pushed a bunch of scheduled shows off <laughs> and now we're like when this thing ends we have to fucking do a hundred shows in a row like we space these things out for a reason plus yeah. plus i said when this thing ends and when people are able to gather again i want to fucking do new york la and chicago right away yeah well the thing is I, i'm like really tripping out about like what the fuck are people going to be like after this is over right because like it's already it's basically been like about a week for most people being inside and already people are getting really weird um but like if this continues for a while which unfortunately it's i think what's going to happen is it's going to continue some places for a while and then some places are going to lift the restrictions basically like in a week or two next week yes um 
And but that doesn't matter because it's just going to get worse, and then we're going to have to do it even crazier because just way more people are going to have it. I just read when I was in the bathroom that uh, Trump is 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 talking more about lifting um, the lockdown, like basically everywhere. Uh, That's that. And, I mean, I I think I don't. I think that like if he lifts it, that most cities and states will will keep it. And I also think that like. You know, if you're able to work from home, people will be able to kind of I, I think people are still going to be able to stay working from home like my uh, my I don't think my wife's job will go back if Trump is just like that. Hey, that's the thing is like and dude, if I fucking work somewhere like I worked in a fucking clothing store and my boss was like, you got to come back to work. I mean, fuck, I'd have to go back to work. But so many people are going to like be like, fuck it, finding a new job, something else like I can't do this. You know, yeah. if you if I live with an old like, what if you live with a fucking old person? Yep. Well, I mean, like, and think about who goes to churches too. No shit, because they're gonna reopen those motherfuckers. And like, I mean, you saw that shit in South Korea where like everybody got uh, Corona at this one church. It's like, it's dude, it's it's insane. It's like it's the most cuck shit ever. It's like, oh motherfucker, you gotta die to make the fucking CEO of Urban Outfitters, uh, you know, a million more dollars a day. Yeah. Absolutely. I that has also been the 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 you know we're fighting for like uh uh people to like the things we've been fighting for forever. It feels like we're on a precipice where like things could change after this in the way of like uh more class consciousness. I would hope, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> but it could also change any other way. Uh, well, people get people tend to get really conservative during times of like crisis and disaster, and just want to go th- way back the thing the way the things back to the way things were. But this like things might get so psycho here that that's like not really an option, you know. Like if I bodies think. really start piling up, it's like I don't know. I, but I also like it's not like fucking the Bernie shit is not not looking good to put it no. lightly, and there's nobody but him. Like uh, who has that sort of level and platform that doesn't really like that that would I mean AOC will play ball with Pelosi et cetera like it's not like those people aren't really an option and so it's like if this was a different country maybe but in America it's like maybe also but it's like not going to come in the way we'd expect yeah yeah I yeah it's just I think that like the essential worker thing is hitting people like is hitting a lot of people as in like. Uh, as in like, so it's essential that I go to, you know, whatever my job is that I don't think is that important. You know, even when I was a cable guy, it was like when this, when it snowed and there was a snow emergency and they would say, you know, this is a level three. So emergencies, no Mm -hmm. vehicles on the road, except for essential vehicles. It's always been a joke on street fight where it was like every business considers themselves essential when it's only essential businesses you know there were there was the GameStop thing that came out last week where they were like we're in essential I didn't business. see that so GameStop last week decided they were an essential business and made their employees come in to to fucking sell video games that you can just get online anyway I thought yeah I thought video game I don't have like a gaming system but like don't don't, can't, don't you just have to download them Nah, you can, you can, uh, I mean, I have a switch, so they have cartridges for them. Oh yeah. I have a switch too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I play. So 
which is that's the baby one i was gonna say we both have the baby video games i have been doing that to keep myself entertained though that's one of my big entertainment things is like playing tetris 99 oh yeah yeah i like i that's something i inherited from my dad is playing like really mindless shit like that that like will keep me entertained for five hours that's really repetitive but also i've been playing zelda love zelda yeah yeah oh really breath of the wild it's fantastic i haven't played it yet because oh my uh, god it's it's amazing yeah, yeah, I haven't played it because I... Uh, you a little elf man running around? Yeah, you, what, like what'd you say? Elf. I'm lazy. I don't like elf guys, you know? <laughs> I don't either. I had never... I've never... I never... Uh, I thought... Uh, to tell you how silly I am, I thought the little elf guy was Zelda up until I played Same. this. Turns out he's another guy. <laughs> he is. Zelda's a girl. Well, Z- yeah. I mean, you can still call the guy uh, Zelda because I... He is a Zelda. <laughs> Because I always think about it like uh, wh- who, uh, like the game Pac-Man is the name of the game. So Pac-Man is the name of, of the Pac-Man that's in wait, the game too. It, does the Pac-Man not? Uh, wait, that is, is the name. That is the name. Pac-Man is the name. Well, the name's probably Pac more than Pac-Man. You know? No. Yeah. No. Because I think there's Pac, Lady Pac-Man, Pac-Woman. Ms. Pac-Man. Ms. Pac-Man. <laughs> okay, I never thought about how weird that is. That's very strange. The, um, the other thing... There hasn't like been anyone to claim the Pac-Man throne for a while. No. I, you know, it, they need to make new Pac-Man stuff for the Switch, I think. A Pac-World. Like, make it so it's new looking. I, w- yeah. I would really like that. They also need to make... Fuck it. They should make a Pac-Man movie. Yeah, they should. They okay. made absolutely. I do like they that. made an Angry Birds movie. I know. I do think. I I do think. Like I've been I've been thinking of so many movie ideas. So uh, uh, this is gonna kind of spoil something that I'm doing right. in a couple weeks. But I wanna uh, I I, I want to talk about this with you. So I did a show. I'm doing a mini series with Tom Sexton from uh, mm-hmm. the Trillbillies about mega church pastors. <laughs> Right on. And uh, we did. We already did uh, Jimmy Swagger. And uh, classic guy. Yeah. Do you know how he ended up getting caught? Well, he was caught fucking right. He was caught in a motel. Yes. Yes. Do you like? So here's the story of how he got caught fucking. Right. Is uh, at some point he caught this other guy, Marvin Gorman, who was a smaller time pastor. Yes. Okay, he caught him fucking, and he made a whole big deal about it. And, uh, you know, he made a whole big deal about it. Fucked the guys up, ruined his life. So that guy was like, I'm going to fucking get this Jimmy Swaggart. I'm going to ruin his life. So he hired a private detective to follow him around, and he got to the hotel, and uh, Jimmy Swagger, it, it, Jimmy Swagger goes into the hotel room with the woman, right? And mm-hmm. uh, Marvin Gorman's detective is like he's in the hotel with the woman, and Marvin Gorman's like slash or, or he's like cut his tire, slashes tires, so that it takes him time to change his tire, and I'll get there, and I'll I'll confront him and take pictures and stuff, and that's how it happened. And I decided I wanted to write the Marvin Gorman movie. <laughs> Yes. Well, what happened to Gorman? Uh, he's he's just a normal guy now. I I mean, he started another church, but it's kind of I. He's not. 
he's not he's not a quadrillionaire like uh jimmy yeah. swaggart is you know well swaggart survived his downfall right like he came back after like six months like and he was like i'm saved he's still back so he he's came, still back he came back and then three years later got caught with with another prostitute yes and then they were like uh they said something and he was like well god said it's none of your business what i do and he's fantastic still going you know was he the guy isn't he like jerry Lee lewis's cousin yes he is he is that's so fuck yeah i know they're from the same small town um one time you know it's funny jerry Lee lewis was caught one time rolling up to elvis's house and you know the gate guard is like what do you want he's like get elvis and then the gate guard goes and calls like not elvis but like the police or something and he comes back and jerry Lee lewis has a loaded gun and it's just slumping out of the side of the car, totally fast asleep. He was going to shoot Elvis. <laughs> Jay Lee Lewis has killed. I mean, they call him the killer, but he literally did kill like three people. Did he really? I did not yeah. know oh, yeah. that he killed people. Dude, at one point he shot his bass player in the chest with like a large caliber handgun. His bass player was his, his, his wife's father. Okay. And the guy just goes to the hospital and keeps playing bass for him. Why is did he give a reason why he shot his bass player? Uh I'm going to I look. think he was drunk. Oh, okay. Well, that, you know, I mean, back then everybody had guns and and everybody was drunk. So, <laughs> I yeah. can't believe he's shot people. I never thought that and they and like the other thing i've been doing to occupy my time is like studying that or studying is such a stupid thing but i have been like going through all the pmrc stuff uh oh yeah like from, what do you found uh well i'm reading tipper gore's book to do an episode of Chapo with will meneker it's called raising pg kids in an x-rated world <laughs> and she is uh it, it's a wild book i mean she's very she was very worried about a lot of silly stuff and and saying that 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 like in the 80s rock music has gone crazy but now it's like you're saying jerry lee lewis shot three people it's like oh yeah it was pretty crazy back then too <laughs> Like the, this nuts. is from the Rolling. This is from Rolling Stone. The strange and mysterious death of Mrs. Jerry Lee Lewis was the rock legend's fourth wife murdered, and did the man known as the killer do it? Uh, absolutely, did it. He had to have. Yeah. God. He, he. He. How many times? I'm looking up Jerry Lee Lewis killed, and seeing if he's killed people. Yeah, he is. Uh, that is wild, man. And he never got like caught for any of them, but there's like pretty good circumstantial evidence that like he did kill at least one person, probably three. Yeah. So yeah, that's so weird. But the PMRC stuff is very fun to read because it's this like really, you know, she's she's pretty square, you know, Tipper Gore, and she's notoriously so. Yeah, and she's re she's describing lyrics. And stuff like that for these albums that are, uh, she's describing lyrics for these albums that are just really funny and like not really touching the most offensive stuff, you know, like she was real freaked out about Prince and Motley Crue. Prince? Yeah. Prince is what got her on the tirade. Her daughter wow. bought 
Purple Rain, and then they sat down together and listened to it, and she heard Darling Nikki, and she's like, I got to start a PMRC. Mm. <laughs> they got the warning. They got the little parental guidance warning on, on CDs, right? Yeah, which probably sold more CDs than absolutely <laughs> absolutely i also think it was voluntary it was it was it was voluntary they'd been working on not doing voluntary uh they'd been working on like some sort of rating system like the movies but the the they kind of were like let's do vol let, let's let it be voluntary let's make the uh let's make the symbol of explicit lyrics look as cool as possible and yes. like and it, like alt yeah and it fucking ruled also that like as soon as they did that they started selling shirts with the parental advisory i bought on. one i had one as a kid <laughs> and that's the thing is like the parental guidance thing is fucking was sick as shit and then at one point People just stop giving a fuck entirely, right? Just like no one cares yeah. about that. Yeah, it is weird. I, I I was thinking about that today. Like I, I I have a guy I went to high school with that listened to death metal, like Cannibal Corpse. Uh, he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Really yeah. into Marilyn Manson and Nine Inch Nails and stuff like that. And he, uh, they were playing rap music at a football game, a high school football game. His daughter was there doing cheer or whatever. And they're playing music at a high school football game and it's rap. And he complained to the principal and they weren't allowed to play rap music anymore. And it was just like, that's the first time I've seen somebody get that wrapped up in lyrics in a very long time. And it was so hypocritical. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. It's just like the most bullshit thing ever. Because <laughs> now it's like I don't. It, how can, it, it was just basically a way for people to get mad at rap music, right? It was like the PMR. They talk about bitches and hoes. It's like, yeah, dude, that's like what all music talks about. They just don't use those words always, but half the time they do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They like the, she's like saying stuff like this isn't like the times of the Rolling Stones, and it's like all the Rolling Stones sang about was drugs and sex. Yeah. Fucking Mick Jagger had sex with Justin Trudeau's mom. Yeah, <laughs> did he really? Oh yeah. Nice, lucky guy. I haven't seen her, but you know. <laughs> but he's been. It's been. He's pretty good. Yeah, and you like the Stones? Do I like? The, I love the Stones. Thank you for. They're so good. What are you talking about? It's like the best band in the world. The Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yeah. And like I, mean, I go up to like that the like late seventies with them. What what I don't know the order. I like Let It Bleed is like one of my favorite albums. Oh, Let It Bleed time. rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But everything, like Goat's Head Soup, all that shit. I, I I'm a bigger fan of their like mid period. That's kind of how I think of their mid period shit than than their earlier shit. No, I hate the earlier stuff. I actually don't it's like fine, the earlier but stuff. Like, the satisfaction era. Yeah, it's like good, you know, but it's like it's it's like it's no sister morphine. Come on, yes, yes. sister morphine. <laughs> Me and oh, you have fantastic. I'm gonna listen to it the day the second the stream ends. I'm listening to sister morphine. S same here. Me and you have such a fucking. We both have like the perfect music taste that everybody else because like a lot of people are shit talk the uh, a lot of people seem like they like to shit talk the um, Stones now. 
which is like, I'm whatever, you know, they're, they're they just don't like shit. That's popular. Yeah. And, uh, the doors, I have been getting more and more shit lately about listening to the doors. And I'm like, I'm proud of the fact that I listen to the doors. They kick. Absolutely. <laughs> they fucking kick. I'm sorry. Listeners out there. You tell me right now, you go listen to LA woman while fucking cruising down the street in your Chevy volt. <laughs> and you tell me that that is not a perfect goddamn song. Have yeah. you ever? That's the thing. Is like I, Jim Morrison, much like myself, has broken on through to the other side. He yeah. has peeked behind the curtain, right? <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. I'm sorry, just because you haven't, just because you're terrified to even look at the curtain, let alone open it like a pussy and gaze inside at the baby of reality, doesn't mean no. You can't fuck with Jimbo. When I fit, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. Uh, here's what we're gonna do. When we, when I finish the mega pastor thing mm-hmm. me and you are going to do the doors mini series absolutely For sure. absolutely absolutely i will are, start reading his poetry now people are going to respect the fucking shit out of the doors when we're done it's ridiculous mm-hmm. that people <laughs> that people disrespect them it's like you know what it is i think also is that like people like will like something when they're younger and then like get embarrassed about liking it when they get older and then it just all becomes shit so it's like i was like this even for a while i listened to the doors a lot when i was like 14 15 years old and thought it was like Mm -hmm. really deep and you know this guy is really saying some shit and then i when I was in my, you know, early days on Twitter, basically. So yeah. it had been like 2930 or something like that. I'd seen so many people talk shit about him. I was like, yeah, the doors fucking suck. This guy's an idiot. And then I came back around and was like, I mean, he died at 27. Of course he had some idiotic thoughts, but he's yeah. <laughs> some of the music fucking rules. Dude, he got arrested for showing his dick to a crowd of people. Half you motherfuckers out there won't even show your dick with the lights on to your girlfriends. I mean, I don't. So, <laughs> really, your lights off, man. I'm a, I'm a full. I got the Klieg lights on. I got the spotlights on. I got my phone, little bright flashlight on the brightest setting on. I just don't I gotta find it. I don't want her to have to look at it is how I feel, you know? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like it feels cruel to, to Well, for to make me somebody... all she's doing is looking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a strict look but don't touch kind of policy. <laughs> so was uh Jimmy Swaggart actually. He didn't have sex with the prostitutes. He would have them pose on the bed and he would jack off for them. I knew that. I it's funny actually all the Jimmy Swaggart stuff I know from the Jerry Lee Lewis book too. Oh, okay. Jerry Lee Lewis wrote about it. No, no, no. This this book by Nick Tosh called Hellfire. Okay. Nick Tosh's, not Nick Tosh. Uh, it called Hellfire. It's like a really fantastic biography of Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, and it's about. It's kind of like this. It's written in sort of biblical way. But uh, yeah, Swaggart's in there and talks about his uh, his his sexual proclivities or proclivities proclivities. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. The sex shit he does. The sex stuff he likes to do. Yeah. I'm just like, if you're a pastor, the minute you get like the 500th person added to your flock, you just, you just like, God spins a roulette wheel or whatever. God spins like a wheel of fortune type thing. And you just get like given some weird sexual like kink. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he feels like, yeah, God gave him. I mean, I, 
I have not hit the part of my thing where I've turned into a pervert yet, which I feel good about because, you know, there's a chance for half, there's a chance for a lot of us. And I, and, and it's been very heartening that, you know, we all have decent audiences and, and like mm-hmm. kind of this circle and we haven't turned into perverts yet or, or nobody has been outed as a pervert yet. And I feel very good about that. Jeeves. <laughs> oh yeah there was also (laughs) but those guys don't even count they were just fucking they're just ugly guys that were in group chats with people yeah they weren't like doing they they weren't like doing podcast well connor was well my old my i used to have this account called lana del raytheon that i posted a lot (laughs) that was unfortunately i had to shut that motherfucker down yeah it's uh, that was that was the ultimate man just like being like fuck it uh I'm starting a girls group chat where where it's about body positivity. Um, and let me be positive about your bodies. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Classic class. That's like a college prank horny guy move. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so many people, the the the, the horny Twitter people, like I have to think that most of them I, I feel like once you get past like 23, you should know not to be horny. <laughs> Three oh three years old, Mm-mm. twenty three. So if you're twenty three years uh, old, you should have already learned not to be super horny. You know, man's downfall. Uh huh. That's why it's one of the seven deadly sins. It's the deadliest of the seven. It, it truly is. It, it takes so many people down, fellas. I'm telling you, you got to go for gluttony and sloth. Oh, I'm a big gluttony. I'm a. I oh. am terribly gluttonous you know? i am mr sloth envy too i have a lot of envy wait yeah there's there's what are they there's I'm horny lust that's l- lust yeah let me look what are the other ones i'm i'm getting them up because i don't know them either i'm i'm terrible at the bible um fuck okay the capital vices <laughs> oh my god well, okay here are the seven deadly sin full bible list full bible list i need the full bible list of it okay okay wait those are commandments i don't care about those oh my god why can't you just look up what the seven deadly sins are okay wait you can't just let me find them okay here we go here we go i got them i got the wikipedia okay pride i have none of that zero (laughs) i think i'm good in the pride department (laughs) yeah yeah greed Mm, not really i mean Mm. i do like i mean here's the thing is like i I don't know people i don't know if i'm i can't be greedy because i've never made money literally before like three months ago and you were a you would have been able to make a lot of money oh yeah i turned down a ton of shit yeah you turned down so much stuff so greed you do not have greed i have been buying expensive clothes lately which Ooh, I okay. think might be some greed, you know. Uh, they started making they started making ten times XL sweatshirts, but they cost like nine hundred dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I say that because he's he's a fat man. I say that because he wears large clothing. I do. No, they two X or one X is what I wear, uh-huh. and just been I've been real buying a lot of hype beast stuff, which is probably dumb. That's for a four. That's year my old. favorite thing about Brian is that like, he's like a like. 55% hype beast. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I I think like you're not full hype beast. No, I won't wait in line for stuff. And so that's exactly that's a big part of it. I won't pay a thousand dollars for a shirt, but I will. I do own like two anti-social social club shirts. I own a Bape shirt, and I own um, I own a Supreme shirt. So I do have some of the stuff, and I have the Carhartt uh, hype beast label. So I think I do wear them a lot, but like. I'm not like obsessed with it. I just want to look good. I got a TV show soon. Yeah. You know, I got to, I'm, I'm going to be on TV. What's the TV show? Uh, me, well, I'm doing means or there's going to be a street fight TV show on it. Oh yeah. That guy hit me up. Maybe that's what he's talking about for the street fight show. Not the street fight. Yeah. He's like, yeah, uh, I want to add, he's like a producer. He's like, you know what? Actually, I want you to replace Brian on the street fight TV. No, I don't know what he was talking. He just messaged me and I forgot to mess. I always forget to message that guy back yeah, just he- because I'll, I'll see a message. I'm like, I know if I talk to this guy, I'll have to talk to him for like 15 minutes, which is fine. But like, I'm like, I can't do that now. He's pretty, he's pretty to the point guy. And I and- met him before. He was very cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm sure he wants you on there so bad. I'm sure for whatever you want to do, but we're doing like a TV TV show, and I, I like, love that. When I go, I know it's going to be so weird. Like what the 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 aesthetic? They asked us what we wanted the aesthetic to be for the TV yeah. show, and we said uh, headbangers ball. <laughs> yes, dude, I loved. It. Yes, yes. Well, because you, dude, when we like first met or like started talking, you were saying you wanted to do a TV show. I've always wanted that's like, to try. That's yeah. per- that's perfect for you guys to have that. That should be that should have been out the gates what you had. Yeah, and I think that that like I have I do have means TV for free because I'm going to be on it and I watched yeah. a lot of the stuff and and I I like it. I like it. It's good, but it like a lot of it has like a, a vapor wave or or like yeah, chill wave. Not my vibe, shit. Like very hip and stuff. Yeah. And I just want to take the street fight show in like a totally different direction and like use yes. hard rock music for the transitions or metal. What's it gonna like? So how are you guys gonna do it? Like explain it to me. Uh, it's gonna be so it's gonna be a half hour and there's gonna be like a monologue with both of us, you know, you, like we do live and concert. Yeah. I'm going to write it every week and then uh, we're going to do that. And then we're probably going to do some interviews. We're going to probably have, uh-huh. you, obviously probably have you do an interview and then some recorded bits, whether that's like animations from the radio, like you take the animate from the podcast, you make an animation. Yeah. Out of it, yeah. 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 Sketch, yeah. Sketch comedy. Like right now we're working on, uh, have you ever seen the Facebook rap? Like those no. weird. Oh, like Tom, what's his name? Yes. Yes. Tom <laughs> McDonald. I know. I, you know, it's funny. I actually, I saw that guy. Like it just like, he's like in the YouTube algorithms, you know? And yeah. like, so I just like saw him one time and clicked. So I'm like, I have to look at this. And I was like, this is like, um, like, oh my God, this is amazing. I, I like went to like post it. And then right when I went on Twitter, I was like, Felix had just posted about it. I was like, that makes sense. All right. Yeah. This is like, this is something, <laughs> this is like you you and his like big territory. Well, those uh, guys, we are dressing, uh, Brett up as one of those guys and yes. and and my cousin Jake who is a rapper is writing the song and yes. uh, we're going to make one of those videos. <laughs> 
dude, I was hanging out with a buddy of mine from AA uh, who showed me uh, who showed me their cousin. They're like, oh yeah, my cousin's a, my cousin's a rapper. And I was like, oh, their brother was a rapper. And I was like, okay, right on. It's like a swagapino guy. Um, and they're like, yeah, check out his rap. And we went to their uh, to the cousin to the brothers, excuse me, YouTube page. And there was not a rap video. Oh, there were rap videos, but the first video was not a rap video. It was a seven-minute, totally sincere, like, hey, coming at you, like, kind of video, like, what's up with this? About how it's fucked up to uh, to to be against small dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's doing, like, a bit. Like, I do. I say I have a small dick all the time. Like, he's doing, like, a, a bit to be funny. And then, like, five minutes in, I'm like, oh, no, he's just, like, it doesn't matter if guys have small dicks if, as long as they can hit it good. Yeah. Um, and I was like, that's like, you know, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't hit it and I have a small dick. And I could, if I could hit it, I wouldn't do it good. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, certainly I'm not going to address this problem, you know, in sort of like a one-sided dialogue with the world. Am I? No. Yeah. yeah. And, well, then the other thing that we did the other things we're looking at doing is like uh uh one of the one of the bits i want to do is uh me and brett each we get somebody that does job interviews mm-hmm. and me and brett each do a job interview and see which one of us gets the job <laughs> that's like a Ooh, that would be good yeah we want to do well, i know your work history what's his work history uh warehouse call center restaurants mm. he's done so all similar to yours shit. yeah we've both done but he is definitely better at interviewing you know he he's uh uh he get he's better at selling and stuff like that than i well am. he's got kind of like he could pass more than you yes. he's off he's a fucking freak but like you he could pass as like a normie easier than you could yeah i mean i look more normie than him yeah but he like he could be like a bartender yes yes you know yep absolutely and then another thing we want to do is you know we're gonna have like uh, definitely you and like other friends of ours uh we're gonna make like a um street fight uh app um list of interview questions to work for street fight and then like kind of hand them to people and let them sort of film doing the job yeah 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 like it'll love it funny questions and shit but that's like just a few like we're looking at doing i mean i i'm 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 fucking excited about it like i i think me and him do well uh when we're a little more constrained (laughs) you know like Mm -hmm. the podcast uh the podcast is is uh i think people like it because it's a conversation but i do think that like when we perform live people really like it because yeah you guys are good at that yeah and and it's like more rehearsed and it's 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 tighter so i i think that'll be good but i would love to see what you guys would come up with for a tv show and you're yeah i don't know i forgot to even tell liz about it so I'll, i'll hit her up about it you After should. This, they, I guess. they are. They. I mean, they're looking for people to do stuff, and I think I. I I'm think loving I, the streaming shit. Yeah, it's so fucking fun. It's so it? fucking fun. You should. You should do one with me and Brett. We'll. We'll set I would one love up. To. We're doing one with the Sams about the PMRC hearings, and uh, this week, last week, we did heavy metal interviews. Mm-hmm. So we went on YouTube and looked for interviews with like Megadeth. 
and, yeah. and guys like that. And it was really fun. And uh, so we're doing like, a, we're, we're doing a lot of them. So I will, I will get a hold of you guys to, we'll do a stream together. It'll be very fun. Yeah. We, we've only done, we've done three total, I think so far, but like we did the first one like five months ago or something where we played a game that turned out to be really racist. And so we like, well, maybe we shouldn't do this again. Um, we didn't know it was racist <laughs> you play? at first, but then, uh, it was a game about Jeffrey Epstein's Island, uh, where you play as, uh, not Pepe, but, uh, the little other guy is like sad or Pepe. Um, but, uh, turns out that whoever created it, maybe they're Japanese or something. Don't know. The N word is a bad word. Oh. Um, but judicious use of it, uh, which which ran us into some awkward moments. But um, now we've just been doing them like just us chatting, which has been fun. But we probably should figure out some other stuff to do too. I think we want to do it twice a week. Use YouTube videos, like figure out a kind of yeah. video and like just go through them. I, I you know we can so do- you can watch you can watch videos, but you like can't watch like movies or anything. No, we can watch Doors interviews with you guys mm. if you wanted to do something like that i would love that yeah yeah i'll tell brett to get we're set we have a setup where we can make it pretty easy for us to do it remotely and and we will set up i i i, I will set up a doors interview uh thing because i think that could be very funny to do but yeah. you can watch oh yeah that would rock oh shit i'm playing audio now sorry about that but yeah people people seem to like the heavy metal interviews and and the doors seem like that same kind of dipshit so maybe we can do that (laughs) yeah i would love that cool all right i think we did it brace we hell yeah it was fantastic i always miss you so it'll be nice to do a mini series together in in the summer yes and uh hopefully we get to see each other again soon i know or ever we will see each other again. I'm just kidding. I'm just I kidding. Promise. I'm just kidding. I'll make a promise to you that we will see each other again. Uh, <laughs> Love it. You all know Brace. Do uh, listen to True and On. Uh, he will not approve your friend request or, or nope, your, uh, not going to do request. it. Uh, so don't DM me and ask me to get him Mm-mm. to do that because I don't have power over Brace. But <laughs> no man. I have gotten so many people say, "Hey, can you?" dude brace let me follow him (laughs) i have thousands and thousands i did a video once of me trying to scroll through them and it was like after four minutes of like scrolling really fast i still had them because i haven't like this has been i've had this account for like two years now and like i just never approve anybody because i don't know who they are i i know i don't even know how i got approved well i know who you are i think you followed me Yes. When you got the account, which then I looked at the account and was like, ah, that's Brace. Okay. So, <laughs> well, it's been a pleasure. And uh, we'll as always, stuff. and again, Doors miniseries, probably going to be called like Break On Through or something like that. Coming Absolutely. As soon as possible. <laughs>